There appears to be a rivalry brewing between Nebraska's Matt Rule and Colorado's Deion Sanders. Matt Rule fired some shots at Coach Prime in Colorado, and I'll talk about that and more in today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I'm your host, Kevin Borwa, and today I'm going solo, um, but that's okay. We have an action-packed episode. Matt Rule fired a shot at Coach Prime in Colorado in terms of the transfer portal. I'm going to update you on some transfer portal things in terms of Colorado. And then Colorado made its school history, um, something that happened today hasn't happened in 27 years um, for this football program. So we're going to dive into a lot today. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Okay, so obviously we know that Colorado and Nebraska play week two. Um, it'll be Coach Prime's first home game as Colorado's head coach. It'll be their second game in the Coach Prime era. Um, and Nebraska, they have a new head coach in Matt Rule who – was at Baylor, then went to um, the Carolina Panthers. Didn't work out there, but he was a pretty good college coach. And so now I think the rivalry between Colorado and Nebraska is brewing um, again. It's already been a rivalry, but I think now it's getting a lot more vocal, um, more so from the Nebraska aspect of it. I don't think Coach Prime has really said anything about Nebraska, but um, when you're someone as tantalizing as Coach Prime, you're always on the minds of others. And so – Matt Rule was asked about, he was doing his press conference about the spring game, and somehow the transfer portal stuff came up, and he fired a little shot at Coach Prime. Um, I'm not going to try to describe it to you. I'm just going to let you guys watch the video, and then I'll discuss it after. Um, so without further ado, let me go into my college profession, professor mode and share my screen with you guys. Um, make sure I do this right again. Okay, here we go. Whereas I hear other schools talking about they can't wait for today, the transfer portal, they can't wait to go out. I, I can't wait to coach my guys. I mean, let me tell you that. Like, I'm not here to – I'm not thinking about anybody else other than this team out that's out here. So, whereas I hear other schools talking about they can't wait for today, the transfer portal, they can't wait to go out. I, I can't wait to coach my guys. I mean, let me tell you that. Like, I'm not here to – I'm not thinking about anybody else other than this team out that's out here. So, Okay, um, that felt very abundantly clear. Um, I think the little video at the bottom showing Colorado's transfer portal day announcement kind of even enforces that it's about Coach Prime and Colorado. Um, first, I'd give, like to give myself a pat on the back. I, I let it run through a couple times. That way you guys had the, the full time to embrace the, the madness that was happening. Um, for one, I think Coach Prime has made it known that he wants veteran guys, he wants proven players, and he wants this roster to be flipped as quick as possible. Um, Colorado went for that one guy. Here you go. One and 11 last year. We all know it. Um, completely different roster now. I believe it's going to be compromised of, of over well over half of it will be transfers. Um, a few will be high school recruits that will be coming in from this next class. And then there's going to be maybe this many guys that were from last from last year's roster and the year before the prior staff and so i think matt rule is kind of trying to coach prime and we've talked about this before me and john did i'll just go this way coach prime is well aware of how college football works these days he's well aware of how it's easier to succeed if you could succeed in the portal um we saw lsu succeed by getting joe burrow their quarterback we've seen alabama um they've benefited from the portal even though it's not as um 
obviously outlandish as some other programs. Um, Michigan State, for example, in that one year with Mel, Mel Tucker's first year, I believe it was, they had a bunch of portal guys. Um, the portal just works. USC this past season is probably the best example, really. Um, they brought in a ton of transfers from Oklahoma, from everywhere else, and they found success right away. Um, the easiest way to turn a team around right now is by bringing in a bunch of proven guys from the transfer portal. Um, I compared it to when college coaches in basketball started accepting the one and done process where you, they, at one point they didn't want to recruit kids that were only going to be there for six months. But Hey, if you want the five stars and the four star, the high four stars to come to your school in basketball, then you have to be willing to accept that they're only going to be there for until after um, they're not going to be there till spring break, really, um, because after the basketball season's over, they're going to start declaring for the draft and they're going to start doing their own thing. Um, Colorado, Coach Prime, college football. We've all known that transfer portal is kind of changing the way the sport is. It's changing the roster construction. It's changing the way that all these programs view how they need to assemble their talents. And so Coach Prime is fine with adding some transfers. Um, we've seen that already. He has the number one transfer class in the country. So the shot doesn't surprise me. I do. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I think that there's going to be a lot more of these clips um, between more so for Matt Rule because I feel like he's outspoken about I don't, and he's not taking shots all the time. It's just he's not afraid to make comments about it. It's just these questions are very directed, and you can tell who they're referring to. Um, obviously, I think in the edit, it had Colorado's little um, transfer portal day hype video. So there was a little um, guidance as to who it was discussing. But yeah, I think Colorado, Nebraska week two is just adding some more and more intensity. And I think there's going to be some more shots fired along the way, guys baseball seasons here so obviously there's grand slams no hitters and double plays they're back and there's no better place to get on in on the mlb action than FanDuel, of america's number one sports book that's because right now new customers could step up to up to the plate with a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars just go to fanduel.com locked on sign up place your first bet and get up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win um Bets could be things such as Aaron Judge's home runs, uh, Shohei Otani's strikeouts. He averages a lot of strikeouts. So do whatever you feel is right. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel's the officials, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Okay, let's get back to the transfer portal stuff. We obviously know that Matt Rule is not a fan of Coach Prime's uh, transfer portal shenanigans um but hey it's working for him he's got the number one transfer portal class in the country and we've seen some guys uh, already leave um some notable ones such as nico reed uh, one of the bright spots from last year um but in total let me count them up um counting chance main who was technically no longer with the program there's one two three four five six seven Eight, nine, uh, nine guys from Colorado have entered the portal in the past since Saturday. Um, 
including Dylan Dixon, who was the top recruit from last season, Keyshawn Mills, um, a corner. Um, Dixon was a safety, if you didn't know. Nico Reed, another corner, um, was a start starting caliber corner. I mean, he started for this team last year, had some very good moments. Um, but you have to think about Colorado has Travis Hunter. They have Cormani McLean. Um, they have they brought in a few other defensive back transfers already. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they brought in some more. They're targeting a transfer from Campbell. Um, they've also lost Jail jail stacks um the running back and then they also lost austin smith the tight end caden ludwick a linebacker and then ryan williams a defense lineman and ts martin a defense alignment so a lot of guys making their way out um for colorado fans um you might have an attraction to these guys or an infatuation with these guys but realistically the more guys that leave the more transfers colorado could bring in and then on the flip side i wanted to talk about and that's why i'm on my phone over here i want to talk about the guys that they're looking to bring in um looking to target obviously bear alexander the georgia defense alignment everybody's after him i believe the two favorites right now are texas and usc but don't be surprised if colorado tries to get in the mix there um he had two sacks in the national championship uh former top tw- former top 45 recruit in the 2022 class um moving on they also are trying to they're making a connection with some amp offensive lineman guys there's cameron johnson or cameron johnson the houston offensive line transfer uh they also sent out a offer to Emmanuel pregnon um i believe i'm saying that right a wyoming offensive line transfer who had a very very good um past season as a freshman he's a freshman all-american mid-season all-american um, then moving on, uh, they offer, like I mentioned before, the Campbell safety transfer, Miles Rouser, very productive one year at Campbell. Um, and they already, already, and I know you guys are probably waiting, chomping at the bit to correct me in the comment section. They already got a commitment from another transfer, um, in D Harris, um, full name Devion, I believe is how it's pronounced, uh, from old dominion, uh, edge rusher, um, had a very, Started his career at Minnesota, um, transferred to Old Dominion. Um, let me give you a little breakdown. I wrote about him over at Athlon. Um, six foot three, 233 pounds, played in 23 games over his two seasons at Old Dominion. Recorded 57 tackles, nine tackles for a loss, five sacks, three defensive touchdowns, which is, I feel like, a pretty significant number. I feel like maybe he'd get lucky and run into a touchdown or two um, at Colorado. Who knows? You can never have too many touchdowns, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, he had some some opportunities elsewhere and he chose Colorado. Um, he visited um, during, you could tell before he committed, he was able to visit Colorado, um, talk to coach prime. I believe he's a graduate. Um, so now that's another defense alignment that Colorado is bringing in. They have obviously Shane Cox, uh, Taj Alston from West Virginia, Jordan Dominic from Arkansas. And now we have Dave Harris from old dominion. Um, I think Colorado is going to continue to be a player in the portal. Let me just take a swipe on Twitter real quick to see if there's any been been any more offers sent out because I feel like there's always, always something, something brewing. Um, let me see. No, well, I don't see anybody yet. Well, that's surprising. I feel like lately I've been finding a lot of transfer portal news with regarding Colorado. Um, if they want to go running back wise, uh, Sivion, I believe is his name. Wilkerson who transferred from Delaware state to Jackson state is now in the portal again. Um, he had, 1100 yards last season um and nine touch excuse me um if they want to continue that jackson state to colorado pipeline um another thing colorado is expected to have a linebacker visit from jackson state again or not again but another jackson state guy um 
He was one of Jackson State's best linebackers, best defensive players last year. Excuse me. Juriente Davis. Um, I wrote about him a few days ago as well. Uh, he started his career um, at Hutchinson Community College in Kansas, which is one of the power JUCOs over there. If you learned anything from Last Chance U, they were the rival of Independence Community College. Um, started his career at the JUCO level. Uh, academics kind of academics were the reason he was there. And then the pandemic forced him to stay at the JUCO level for another year because all of the six-year guys returning. Um, then he ended up at Middle Tennessee State. And then eventually transferred to Jackson State, where he played under Coach Prime and actually had his best season. Um, he had uh, he was playing middle linebacker. I was able to really learn more about football. He said, and so Coach Prime might be interested in adding another linebacker. I think linebacker is one of the biggest concerns on the roster, in my opinion. Um, in terms of where he's been already, he's visited Kentucky, plans to visit Texas A. He visited Texas A. Number this past weekend. Um, he's going to UCF over there in Central Florida, and then obviously Colorado will be his last visit, which I'm a big, if you don't know this about me, I love being the last visit. Um, I've loved it when I cover Texas, love it when I cover Stanford, love it when I cover Colorado, because when you're the last visit, you're fresh in their head. Um, you could kind of, I mean, you don't really know what's going on at the other visits unless you have like an inside source, not saying that Colorado does. I'm just saying you, you can basically up the ante without even knowing what other programs are doing because you're the last thing he's going to see. You could go all out. And so, Colorado making big moves in the portal. Um, love to see it. I think they're going to bring in, and obviously they've already brought lost a hand, excuse me, a handful of guys in the transfer portal. So that means some guys need to come in. Um, I think they're going to hit the portal just as hard. And I, I honestly think the hardest part about this, and especially this is the business side of college football these days, coach prime and the position coaches. I'm sure it's not always coach prime, but I'm sure they sat down with some of these guys and were like, you know what? Especially, for example, the safety. Um, they brought in three or four safeties already. They have they have Trevor Woods. They have Miles Slusher. They have Cameron Silman Craig. Um, they have guys, you know. And so sometimes you have to, and especially this happens in college football, um, especially now in the present with the transfer portal and guys being able to transfer and be eligible one year or be eligible right away. Coaches tell them, you know what? This is where you are on the depth chart. We don't know if you're going to move up, um, but we do – think it'd be best in your best interest to transfer or some guys like a lot of these guys that are transferring now for Colorado they were left over from last year's um or the previous tenure and they could kind of just see the writing on the wall that there's not going to be a role for them and I think that's what makes spring ball so hard um it's only 15 practices counting the spring game and these guys don't really get a chance to kind of or I won't say they don't I don't say they don't get a chance because I'm sure they get a chance but it's only it's only 14 practices and these guys are all leaving before the spring game. So let's say they've only practiced 10 times. And so you have 10 days um, to show yourself on the field. And if you don't, you kind of fall behind on the depth chart and now you find yourself looking for a new home. And so a lot of, a lot of movement um, on the Colorado front in terms of the transfer portal, I will continue to monitor that. I'm very excited to see what, happens this weekend um the spring game i will be in boulder so for those of you that see me make sure to say hi we could discuss everything um love to talk to you guys about anything maybe throw out some topic ideas whatever um but yeah colorado big mover in the transfer portal they've lost i believe i said nine or ten guys already um they've added one and they're in the mix for a slew of others so just make sure to stay with locked on bucks make sure buffs uh, make sure to stay over at athlon we'll be tracking that as well um guys i want to thank you for making locked on bus your first listen every day tomorrow on the show um, make sure to tune in uh, we will be talking 
about the latest Coach Prime news, the latest Colorado news. So it's going to be a good one. Um, but to conclude today's episode, I know it's almost that time already. Um, Colorado, record-breaking season ticket number. Um, they sold out all of their season tickets, which is the earliest that it's ever happened. Um, so let me read a press release from the school. It says, the University of Colorado has officially sold out of season tickets for the 2023 football season, selling out for just the ninth time in school history and for the first time before August of the upcoming football season. This is the first time Colorado has sold out season tickets in 27 years, last doing so in 1996, um, three years before I was born. Uh, give you a hint. I am 23. Um, I'm in my LeBron year. Or for you old heads, I'm in my Jordan year. Um, the first time Colorado sold out of season tickets was in 1972, and then the Buffs had a seven-year run from 1990 to 96, selling out. Obviously, um, they were winning a lot, a lot of 10-win seasons out there, 11-win seasons, national championship season in there. Um, the 1971 team finished number three in the nation and defeated LSU and Ohio State in the preseason. The seven-year run from 90 to 96 came off seasons that Colorado combined for a 68-13-4 and record, and the Buffs were ranked in the AP poll for 143 consecutive weeks. Those teams also combined for a national championship, three conference championships, and four of the seven teams finished in the top five of the final AP poll. Um, then Colorado's athletic director, Rick George, made a nice comment saying, selling out of season tickets for the first time in almost 30 years shows how strong our fan base is. Selling out the earliest point before a season in our history is a testament to our fans' thirst to see a championship-caliber product on the field. The 100th season of Folsom Field will be a special one with Coach Prime's first team and a tremendous home schedule on tap. We expect a full season, full house every game and believe we will accomplish that goal shortly after single-game tickets go on sale. Colorado season ticket renewal from last season finished at 98%, easily the best percentage in school history, and one of just a few over the 90% mark. In all, Colorado, Colorado collected more than 20,000 interest forms after the hiring of Coach of Dion Coach Prime Sanders. The 2023 season will be 100th, will be the 100th season in Colorado's historic Folsom Field. And on top of it, being the, the first season of Coach Prime, will host a tremendous home schedule, including Nebraska, Colorado State, USC, Stanford, Oregon, um, with Oregon, I mean, Oregon State, excuse me, which is the homecoming, and Arizona. This is the first time in 18 years that Nebraska and Colorado State will both play at Folsom Field and the same season last doing so in 2005. This is all the first, the first time, this is also the final time, excuse me, that the Buffs will play USC before the Trojans leave the Pac-12. Um, the waiting list has already began for the 2024 season for season tickets, so get out there, sign up. Um, you can find this on the cubuffs.com website. Um, I can put a link in the description down low if you guys would like that. Um, for students, um, students wishing to purchase a student sports pass for the 2023-24 season will be able to do so in July with some inventory being held for new freshmen and students to purchase in August. There will be a claim process for football similar to basketball in past seasons. Colorado will also expand the student section by one section, adding approximately 1,500 new seats for a total of just under 12,000 for the student section. Wow. Okay, a lot to unpack there. Um, what you need to know, the popularity of Colorado, because of Coach Prime's at a highest mark it's ever been. I think... I think all of these games are going to be standing room only. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if they figure out a way to add more than the fifty thousand allotted spots for people. Um, Coach Prime, people are pumped. I think people understand that with this new roster, with this coaching staff, they could turn things around immediately. Obviously, they have a tough schedule. I talked about that being their biggest fear the other day, but 
They have Coach Prime. They have Shadur Sanders, Travis Hunter, all of these transfers. And a lot of the all their transfers, for the most part, outside of, I want to say, there's probably more transfers that I could count on my hand. So we'll say at least five that didn't have a lot of a playing experience. But the other ones, all of them, very experienced wherever they came from. They played a lot, played a lot of football. Um, they're bringing in a lot of veterans. They're bringing in proven guys from other schools, other programs, other FCS level, um, group of five level. And so Colorado is in the mix, I think, to be one of those teams that can shock people. Um, that six or seven win margin is looking more and more realistic by the day. And I think the fans see that. I think the fans appreciate what Coach Prime is doing in Boulder. I think um, just college football fans in general will appreciate what he's doing in Boulder. He's making a program that was obviously haven't had a sellout in nearly 30 years. Um, well, they've had a sellout. They haven't had their season tickets sold out in nearly 30 years, and they've done it before August. Um, there's just a brand new excitement around Colorado. And I think college football fans are excited for a possible new power in play. Um, I think a lot of people like to talk about when Coach Prime is going to leave Colorado. And I think a lot of people don't consider what if he makes Colorado a power? Um, programs like Clemson, obviously, this is a very kind of weird comparison. Clemson was not a powerhouse um, before Dabo Sweeney. Um, even when Dabo Sweeney was there, it took him a while to get Clemson built up. Um, Georgia. Georgia was a perennial good team. They were never a great team, um, You, at least in this modern era. I'm not going to go back to whenever, um, but even then, they hadn't won a championship until Stetson Bennett came. Um, but Georgia was a consistent top 25 team, underwhelmed, whatever. Um, then they finally got over the hump. So if Coach Prime could get Colorado there, he made his – why wouldn't he stay there? Um, he talks about how he loves it, talks about the love from the, the fan base. Um, so – Colorado fans, Buff fans, love the support of the program. Love the support of Locked on Bus. We appreciate you guys for listening um, today. If for some reason you missed it and you need to go back, we talked about Matt Rule shading Coach Prime in Colorado for their transfer portal activities. We talked about the transfers that are going in and out for Colorado. And then, of course, we talked about your, oops, sorry. We talked about the history made. Um, season tickets sold out. Um, they're having to expand the student section because there's going to be 12,000 rowdy buffs, uh, buff students out there. Um, so a lot of excitement moving forward. Um, again, be excited. The spring game is this Saturday, uh, the 22nd. Um, there's going to be a huge list of recruit, uh, recruits visiting. Um, obviously we know of two that have decommitted from visiting or not decommitted from the program, but decommitted from visiting, but doesn't matter. There's still multiple top five guys going. There's five stars all over the place. It'll be a great spectacle. Um, I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Buffs your first listen of the day. Um, for your first listen of the day, every day. Um, again, guys, make sure to tune in tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the latest Coach Prime news, the latest Colorado news. Um, looking to have some guests on this weekend. I'm looking to talk to Sean Lewis, um, Coach Prime, obviously, some players. So it's going to be a huge. Um, it's going to be a huge uh, week for Colorado. It's going to be a huge week for Locked on Buffs. I want to see that subscriber number grow. Um, make sure to share this with some friends. Leave some comments below of what you guys would like to see. I appreciate you guys for tuning in every day, and I hope you guys have a great Monday. Um, start off the week strong. Uh, Monday is the worst day, I would say, in terms of not the worst day of Locked on Buffs. It's always a great day, but in terms of the week, you know, we hate Mondays. Make Monday a great day. Share this episode with a friend. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow on Tuesday.